Welcome to E20's fanfiction. It's a tale we tell of secrets and scandals. You've been voting in our polls for what you'd like to see. And we have been writing. There's a lot of drama. There's things we've been hiding. But no Dark Martin. It's E20's Collaborative Fan Fiction Week. Yay! I love this week! <laughs> <laughs> I think you just only burst my eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm Emma. And I'm Connor. And here is what you voted for in Chapter 7. In Chapter 6, we left it on a bit of a cliffhanger. Classic Duff yes. Duff. Someone left us a note. It was Tracy, but what did it say? What did it say, Emma? Well, you decided, and you have decided, it says, I know what you did. <gasps> oh my God, does she know about my OnlyFans? <laughs> She's one of your subscribers. She's Music Man, that makes sense. <laughs> Can't possibly be Derek. We also asked, what event would you like to see? And you voted for Doc Martin spies on us. <gasps> oh my God. There's a tie in the next one. Random Ooh. side story. I love both of them. So I'm so glad they've tied. <laughs> we have Lexi off school again. Well, that's no surprise. That always happens. Yeah. And Kathy is out of milk. <gasps> My God, Emma, what are we going to do? I can't live without my coffee. So let's crack on with Chapter 7, Cold Truths, Milk Meltdowns and Recorded Reveals. So I'll be reading the first half and then Connor will take over and read the second half of Cold Truths, Milk Meltdowns and Recorded Reveals. Previously on Secret Slaters, we went back to the Vic, didn't do any work because obviously Callum's in charge these days, we have pressing matters to attend. We have we have serious pressing matters, Emma. We're very busy people. We're very busy people. So that's what we did. We ran around the square looking for Cherry. Didn't find Cherry. You got locked in a cupboard. Had you way with Peter. Remember that? Good old days. <laughs> and we were left a note, but we didn't know what it said. Our characters are about to find out. What's it say, sis? Connor asked, his words trembling. I should have probably done a little bit more trembly, shouldn't I? <laughs> What's it say, sis? I sound like a ghost. <laughs> Ooh, I'm haunting you. Ebony's a Scrooge. <laughs> What's it say, sis? I sound like I'm cold now. <laughs> Would you like a jacket? Yeah. I'll I get your coat. Jacket. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Just said the legendary line. What's it say, sis? Fourth time lucky. <laughs> it says, I know what you did. Signed, T-Dog, Emma <gasps> replied. Who's T-Dog? Who is T-Dog? I can't remember Jay's <laughs> <laughs> I do it every week. I'm waiting for Jay. I'm waiting for Jay. Wait, isn't that Tracy's nickname? You know, from a MC in days. 
Jay replied. Tracy famous for um, saying this is a <laughs> She's had a lot of jobs on that square and that was one of them. Yeah, that's one of them. She's got to make that coin somehow. She's got to make... And Ruby's hiring these days, hiring anyone. So she's went there a few times. All she has to do is walk in, set up. She doesn't need Ruby there. She just starts. What have you done now? Jay said, his blue eyes burning with questions. Well, let's get this straight. It doesn't have our names on here. It could be any one of us. Connor said, secretly hoping it was true, but knowing that such a thing was rather unlikely. Yeah, we all know what that note's referring to. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Has anyone else, anyone else robbed a gangster and covered it all up? (laughs) (laughs) Anxiously, their eyes darted from person to person, waiting to see who would crack first and confess to what the note might be referring to. Connor was right. They were all guilty of something. Jay for basically cheating on Lola. Peter for cheating with Lola, then cheating on her. Connor for stealing Lola's man. Emma for also stealing Lola's man. And of course, the siblings themselves had a terrible secret. That they were complicit for the death of Johnny Allen. (gasps) Oh my God. Well, come on then. Confession time. What are we all hiding? Emma asked. Nothing. I swear. I hate liars. <laughs> Nothing like that. Peter exclaimed. But the siblings weren't buying what he was selling. Well, I'm not surprised. Like, it doesn't sound like Peter at all. <laughs> Who is this strange man pretending to be him? <laughs> Who is this man? Fine, fine. I'm a fraud, okay? I don't even work at the Albert. All the veg on the stall is just wax and plastic. And I'm not even a qualified BT. Peter confessed, causing Emma to contemplate, asking for a refund and a cancellation of their budding relationship. <laughs> Brutal. I know. I love how, just like straight away, Emma, I'm loving it. <laughs> Emma handles her relationships like she handles her business, just ruthlessly. <laughs> She's got a fair point. I mean, she was running around the square. That's Let's all. Let's move Emma. He has lied to everyone. He has lied to everyone. He's befooled you. He's beguiled you. Time for him to go. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. We're forgiving people so he could stay for a little bit longer. What are you, Jay? What are you hiding? Connor asked, having begun to pick up on troubling signs that the ginger lad was having second thoughts about them. Better not be. I'm a very jealous queen, you know. Jay began to turn red. All right, I've been hiring people without Pam and Les knowing. There's no dead bodies in the coffins. We've not had business for years. The funeral organiser exclaimed. I knew it! (laughs) (laughs) It all makes sense now. (laughs) However, the truth that Connor knew was lurking within Jay did not rear its head. Instead, it was hidden, but he could see through him and saw that there were still feelings there for Lola. <gasps> Emma, you better not leave us for her. Well, that wasn't what I was expecting, Emma remarked. <laughs> Hello. I think Evie Sorry. wants to play Emma. I can't sit here. <laughs> she likes to join in. Hello. Emma was about to confess their secret when suddenly she heard a ruckus. 
and spotted a silhouette peering in through the glass window of the pub. <laughs> it was Evie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she's playing with something. Which reminded her they really needed to clean those windows, which were still stained with Pat's old cigarette smoke. I can actually imagine that that is how those windows are. Don't you just look at the Vic and think, that smells of cigarette smoke, that pub. I do, and you can tell it smells a bit like weather spoons. Yes, whatever it is, that weird musky smell. The spy in silhouette was large, tall and broad-shouldered. Dark head and seemed to be wearing a black leather jacket. But Emma couldn't be certain. Her heart told her it was Martin, but she couldn't be certain again. <laughs> yeah, couldn't be certain. Absolutely couldn't be certain. She definitely couldn't be certain. Couldn't be certain, you know, Emma. Not without charging out and catching him red-handed. So that's what she did. She raced out the door, charging towards the spy in silhouette, only to discover it was gone. <gasps> it's like a ghost. Maybe he wasn't real. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's all in just everyone's head. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe movies just in everyone's head as well. <laughs> Except if it was in our heads, we were trying to erase it. True, true. But maybe it's a nightmare. You can't really get rid of nightmares, can you? You just have them. True. What are you doing? Connor questioned. I thought I saw someone, Emma remarked. This isn't like that time when you became convinced you saw a ghost of an Edwardian chimney sweep inside Nan's outdoor toilet, is it? Connor asked with a bemused smile. No, and anyway, I wasn't lying or wrong then either, Emma replied with her eyes still scanning the area for the sneaky, creeping spy who had been observing them. It's probably Leo. That sounds believable. That sounds like Leo, doesn't it? Do you really think it's a good idea shacking up with Peter? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I just noticed a comma accidentally added itself in the next sentence, didn't I? (laughs) <laughs> I saw it! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got really distracted by it. I was like, oh, huh? What's that? <laughs> oh, I love our proofreading. Connor said, literally standing only a few feet away from Peter. I mean, his brother's a nutter, his sister's dead. And he was just dating Lola. Oh, huh. As it says, <laughs> as the commas added itself in between the letters. <laughs> oh, huh. It's a new version of like gasp or like exclamation, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh, huh. Oh, so it's all right for you to find someone, but when I do, it's causing drama. His sister snapped back. I mean, you do have a point there. <laughs> like added it first. <laughs> okay. Point taken, but don't you think it's going to be a bit explosive if she finds out we both stole a man from her? Connor proclaimed. I didn't steal anyone. Besides, what difference does it make? I hear from Denise. She was seeing someone else anyway, Emma remarked. <gasps> Denise has always got the gossip. Got the I good gossip. <gasps> it's not who killed Lucy, it's who's dating Lola. That should be the next mystery. The musical. The musical, yeah. Lola, who is your man? (laughs) That boy is mine. (laughs) Unless it's me and you stealing all of our boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cause a row. Her brother replied, trying to calm the situation down, for the baby's sake. It's been a long day. I'll just hold me baby at the same time as saying it. It's been a long day. Maybe we should just call it a night. I like when you act alone. Yeah, it adds a little something, doesn't it? Tired and exhausted, the gang... Oh, are we Tiff's gang? Oh, we are. We're the gang. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out and do some drugs. <laughs> just say no, no. No! The gang decided Connor was right. Retiring to their rooms... Or retiring their rooms, as I said. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this room. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, this I now pronounce it away. closed. <laughs> <laughs> I love our proofread. You wouldn't think me and Emma have like, read this over like three times. They hoped to have a nice, relaxing sleep, but each of them were not so fortunate. Instead, they had a bit of a restless night taking turns with the baby's night feeds. Well, I love, I love that he's like, he was four years old last time <laughs> and now he's a baby. <laughs> by the end of it, us. by the end of it, he'll be 19. I'm, I'm calling it now. Tomorrow, he's going to be 16 years old. <laughs> Guarantee that. It's classic standards, isn't it? For the kids to end up just like suddenly aged up. As if they've got like Benjamin Button syndrome. We still believe to this day, Dottie has been aged up. Well, everyone except Emma, who slept soundly, blissfully deaf to the whimpering, demanding cries of Raymond. Connor was up the most, taking his motherly role very seriously. He hoped that his rendition of Tina Turner's Simply the Best would send him off into a slumber mountain, but it didn't. So instead, he spent three hours reading him the best of Hello magazine, as though it was a bedtime story. Thankfully, when he started on the six-page spread called Knowing a Nolan by Colleen, Raymond fell straight to sleep. The sun shone through the windows and a chirpy and energetic Emma barged into the room, finding Jay and Connor snoozing beside the crib of their new child. <laughs> new child! <laughs> One minute Haley's leaving him outside the Vic, next minute he's yours. I've cloned him from my own DNA or something. That's what the next twist is going to be. You One... ain't my mother! Yes, I am! Come on, rise and shine, she said, clanging pans in her hands, as though she was a one-woman marching band. Now I've just got images of you doing like, you know, when Ben was clanging all the pans together. <laughs> That's all I like, could fit in. Ah! <laughs> I felt exactly the same. Well, someone had a good night then. Connor groaned. Morning. Sorry. what happened to Peter. Morning. <laughs> Peter emerged from behind her. Why don't we all go to get breakfasts from cafes? Emma suggested. And a full English, that sounds like heaven. Connor replied. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Honestly, this is like the role of a lifetime playing Peter. It's like so such such a challenging role. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel when I do Kathy's voice. It's yeah. it's a very challenging role. Hey Emma, can I speak to you? <laughs> Sounds completely different to how I did it before, but you know it's fine. Peter said, pulling the girl to one side whilst the others got washed and ready. Sure, Emma replied. I feel like um, that's important that we actually clarify that everyone's getting washed and ready because normally we just we suddenly just leave. jump. 
Yeah, <laughs> jump to leave and we're all just walking out like you know, barely clothed around with pyjamas. <laughs> we never, seem to never have a bath or a shower. Sometimes we'll be upstairs in the Vic and suddenly on the market, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that time. It's just gone crazy in Albert Square. What about the time Jay had Lexi on his shoulders? Next minute he was <laughs> running out the shop and we're like, what happened to Lexi? <laughs> What happened to Lexi? <laughs> he probably just dragged her through, you know, threw her off up his back on a lot of stuff. Oh, I love that. I've kind of not told Lola that we are over or that I'm now dating you. I just sort of told her I needed somewhere to stay and she offered the room in the Vic. That was like three different Peters in one sentence in that was voice. It was. Of course it was. <laughs> Listen, impressions are not my thing. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got Kathy coming up, so we all know what's going to happen there. <laughs> I think that's a bit rude, actually, of Peter. I think so, too. I think it's utterly disgusting, Emma. No one treats my sister like that. I mean, what does he think? You're a total slag. <laughs> Right, so I'm a secret now. Do you want to be with me, Peter, or not? Emma snapped. Tell him. You tell him, sister. Yes. No, I do. And and I will tell Lola. I'll tell her tonight. I just want to let her down gently. Peter replied. Fine, but don't expect me to lie for you, Peter. Clearly hate liars. Clearly you do, yeah. I like how he does, and he's obviously lying. Yeah. As per usual. Yeah. If she asks me, I will tell her the truth. You know, she is my friend after all, Emma declared. She is? Since when? Peter questioned. Since forever, Peter. Come on, keep up. Emma rolled her eyes as she stated the obvious. I mean, it is just so obvious. You're so best friends. Yeah? How did you not know that? I mean, do you remember that time when I stole a man and you ended up screaming and shouting at her and Jay because, like, you know, they'd upset us and I'd ran off. Some good memories, some Those fond Those were memories. the good times. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Unlocking the doors to the Vic, hordes of people poured in. Triple the usual amount. Something must be up for this many people, Connor thought. He was used to the usual punters turning up at ten for their morning pint. But most of these weren't even drinkers. <laughs> However, this wasn't their problem. They had places to be, so they left Callum in charge. What, <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>, Callum? <laughs> it's true. We've got He's places such a good to go. friend. Good pal. He should actually just own the Vic. We should just he pass should, it on he, to him. Should we, have, should we give it to him? Should we have Ben buy it off with? <laughs> <laughs> Peter! Lexi called out as she rushed over to him. He picked her up, swinging her around, much to Jay's irritation. Lola was quick to follow behind her. Missed you. Oh, oh, God. oh my God, it's Lola. <laughs> Lola's voice is broken. <laughs> Lola's completely changed. <laughs> this is my husband. She doesn't have a morning coffee. <laughs> she ends up with a gruff voice. Missed you, babe. You know, you could have always just moved in with us. Lola said as she placed a kiss on Peter's cheek. 
and live with Phil Mitchell. No chance. I'm not going to swap a murderer for a gangster. Peter laughed, because that is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Emma was Stephen watching Peter pretend he was still with Lola and play Happy Families with Lexi. Um, shouldn't you be at school? A deceivingly gentle voice chimed from behind them. As the group turned around, they saw Suki, wearing a high-vis and carrying a small black jotter full of names of truant children and lazy parents. So we've got Lexi Mitchell, truant, <laughs> Again. Lola Liar. Approaching the group, Suki demanded to know why Lexi wasn't in school. In her high-toned, friendly voice, Day off, is it? Suki grinned with a smile, similar to a hungry lion. The salon isn't very busy today, so they just let me have the month off. Lola replied, quick to defend herself from accusations of not working. I was talking about this little one. Suki said with a smirk. Lola paused for a moment, as if to think of a way of avoiding a fine. Uh, she's got a temperature. Lola insisted. Classic. She always has yeah. temperature, cold, Temperature, cold, sniffle. Top two. Cold, temperature. Suki produced a thermal scanner, <laughs> aimed it at Lexi, and then shook her head. <laughs> I often carry one of them in my bag. I do too as well, yeah. She seems perfectly fine to me. The demure lady countered as she revealed her temperature to be perfectly normal. I mean, she's got a cold. Lola said, nudging Lexi, who then performed on cue, sniffing and fake coughing. Oh dear, I think what we have here is a case of liabetes. Suki chuckled as she began writing out a fine for Lola. Oh, it's still you. Get in, get ready. Just change my voice again. Well, you would know all about lying. Jean screeched as she suddenly appeared from behind Suki, looking a little more flustered and dishevelled than usual. Jean. Suki began, but stopped and became infuriated. Is that my cardigan? Suki screeched. That was a family heirloom, hand-woven by her great-great-great-aunt once removed. The pair began hurling insults at each other, such as pathological liar, nut job, cow, bitch. You get the idea. But in the commotion, Connor turned away to continue on to the cafe when Ruby came crashing into his arm, spilling hot coffee all down his shirt. <gasps> ah! <laughs> Remember, if we just have a little throwback to all those months ago, the coffee in the cafe is not hot. Remember. That's true. When it went on Ruby after Martin nudged Ruby, it. Not a mark on her. Not, not a, a mark. mark on her. So really I should just be like, oh. You should just go, oh, what an inconvenience. This was my favourite shirt. I hope Sharp has to pay for a new one. I hear Doc Martin has some cash actually for that. Maybe he'll come over yeah. and buy his new shirt. The scorching beverage, which, I mean, we say scorching. Mustn't be from Kathy's calf then. No. Mustn't be. Only just missed Raymond who was strapped to his chest in a baby carrier. <laughs> Watch it! I've got a baby here! You could have scalded him! The dark-haired lad shouted. Oh, we wouldn't want that, replied Ruby. That was good, Emma. That's like really sinister. I like that. You stay away from him. Connor growled, holding onto the baby strapped to his chest. 
like the precious cargo it was. I might change Martin's voice up. Go on, He's go a on, security guard now. Um, you want to step back, mate? Martin said as he appeared wearing sunglasses, a fake earpiece and a cheap suit, making him appear as though he was some sort of budget secret service. And you can shut it. What are you, her bodyguard or her gigolo? It's hard to keep up track. Connor yelled. What you say? Martin shouted. But Jay placed a hand on his chest, holding him back. Ah, look who it is. It's good old Martin Fowler. And girlfriend number 101. Jean howled. Oh! <laughs> Jean, I don't think it's any of your business. Martin snapped. Don't you talk to her like that. Connor said, charging over with a baby clinging to him. <laughs> I just want my Stacy back. We should never come back now. Jean cried with the nation. Yeah, we all yeah. did. We all come back, Stacy. Her voice and eyes full of tears. We all know whose fault that is. Emma hissed under her voice. Oh, and you're a saint, are you? If only people knew. Martin clapped back. I'm not going to clap this time because last time <laughs> all the mics fell down. <laughs> and what's that supposed to mean? I don't know why it's getting, like his voice fluctuates between really deep to like medium deep. Don't worry, my Martin one's just all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it just screams woman trying to do male voice. <laughs> yeah, well, his mind sounds like effeminate gay trying to do extremely manly straight men. Peter chimed in, becoming protective over his new girlfriend. Why don't you all go back to running a pub or whatever it is you're meant to be doing? Ruby shouted. (laughs) Oh yeah, and what do you do for a living besides stealing your best friend's man and hiring drug dealers? Connor countered. (laughs) Come on, Martin. Ruby snapped. Those two are trouble, Peter. You want to stay well clear of them. Lola proclaimed, whispering it into Peter's ear. Those two are trouble, Peter. You want to stay well clear of them? (laughs) No, they aren't that bad, honestly. P.T. Peter said, trying to defend his new family. Family. I love that, for his new family now. I love how we've just... (laughs) We've just went that quickly into family, yeah. Yeah. Well, me and Jay are practically parents now. (laughs) He's already planning on having an adulterous affair. So, you know, that's that's very family to me. Don't you think? That does scream family. It does, doesn't it? You come into Ruby's Theatre tonight. Apparently she's having some special night. Vinny is DJing and Dottie is, well, she's going to be there. I'm not sure what she does, but Ruby says she's important. Lola remarked. Sounds like a plan. Listen, I've been meaning to tell you Peter began, but was interrupted by Jean shouting her truths out to the world. She let everyone know Linda is still drinking from the bottle. Lola is in an inappropriate relationship. Phil, oh, she not? <laughs> Phil liked to dress up in woman's lingerie on a Thursday night. I can believe that. But no one believed any of them. Jean seemed stranger than usual. Oh, hope she's all right, Emma. Are you all right, Jean? You seem a little off, Emma asked, concerned for her auntie. 
I'm fine, I'm fine. Honestly, I wish people would stop fussing. <laughs> I'm just going to get some stuff in for tomorrow. We're going to have sausage surprise. <laughs> and I've invited Daniel. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Jean said as she began storming off. Did she just say... Connor began to say, concerned that Jean seemed to think Daniel was alive. Nah, you know what she's like. She gets like this sometimes. She's forgetful. It runs in the family. You know, like how everyone forgot Cat and Alfie went to Ireland and met Cat's long-lost son, who was actually a murderer. Emma responded. What are you talking about? Her confused brother questioned. <laughs> I think everyone thinks that, like, when they think of Red Water. What are you talking about? <laughs> Not us. Not us, no. Not us. Couple of weeks. We are- couple of weeks and we'll be the pioneers won't we? we'll be braving those seas the Irish Sea come watch with us water. come watch with us on Netflix and we'll review it for you I'm handing over the button it's your turn now fabulous right I shall now be narrating Emma proclaimed her point was proven but couldn't shake her brother's worries from her mind as she watched Jean dancing to the music inside her head suddenly Emma realised the music wasn't inside Jean's head. She could hear it too. It was coming from a laptop positioned in front of Derek, Pauline's gay best friend, who loves the piano and fancied Patty. That Derek, not to be confused with Derek Branning, the head of the, the head of this family, who had a heart attack on Christmas. Yeah, don't get them confused. They're very different Dereks. Two different Dereks then. Derek was sat on the tables outside of the calf, playing his music obnoxiously loud. And it sounded strangely like, Who are you? Who, 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 who? What's that you're playing, Derek? Emma asked. Oh, it's just a little something I've been working on. A murder musical. The first of many, I hope, Derek explained. First murder or first musical? Connor sniggered, only to be nudged by Jay, playfully telling him to be nice. Derek just laughed, making it even stranger. But then again, this was ordinary behaviour for Derek. He was, after all, the lovable, eccentric piano man. Well, we have places to be, Derek. Emma said, trying her best to get out of the situation she found herself in. Oh, wait there, please, can I sing you something? Just to get some feedback. (laughs) The music man begged. (laughs) The... Music man? That's an interesting bit. It's very interesting, isn't it? Only fans. You're one of your followers. Music man. I'm still convinced it's Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go on then. Emma reluctantly agreed. Ah, girl, mum. That's all I've got so far. Derek sang. Sounds charming. I look forward to the finished product, Emma said, as she led her family into the cafe and away from the unusual gentleman. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. It's the star of the show. <laughs> I'm just getting warmed up. I can already feel sunshine coming. <laughs> bring, like me sunshine. The sunshine. <laughs> bring me sunshine. Bring me sunshine. Oh, Kathy needs a one-woman musical for certain. <laughs> Cabaret act. 
What can I get you? Sounds like a goblin. <laughs> Down the market. <laughs> in 1882. <laughs> Kathy asked in her normal cheerful voice. <laughs> normal not being the right word there. That doesn't sound like Kathy at all. <laughs> As she scrubbed down the counter. Just coffee. We're not that hungry. Emma said. Not that hungry. But don't you know, breakfast is important. <laughs> Kathy announced. Is she alright? Connor questioned. Yeah, she's just very passionate about breakfasts. Peter exclaimed. Oh, wow, it's a long bit. I'll whip something up. Proper special for this handsome little man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How does a big cafe breakfast sound? Kathy said as she squeezed Raymond's face. (laughs) (laughs) Just losing it. I just, I just need to let you know, we're we're out of milk. (gasps) And I'm out of cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) A gasp circled the calf. As a wave of panic washed over everyone, what were all these people to do? Wait, this can't happen. Do you expect us to go back home and prepare our own coffees? Emma asked, her voice trembling. Then he fainted, collapsing behind the group, shocked at the announcement. And Sonia, she almost punched Bex in the face with rage at the idea of not having her milky mocha latte. This explained it, why everyone was flocking to the Vic, as though it was the archer... Uh, I don't know what that's meant to be. <laughs> Never do I! <laughs> so it was the archers, maybe? <laughs> as, as though it was the... Ah, uh, the... God, we are dense. <laughs> we are so dense, Emma. Change that C to a K. It makes much more sense now. As though it was the Ark. Ah, uh, we were like... Jesus. The Archers? That was fantastic. Is it the Archers? <laughs> <laughs> Just say like the Archers. Renowned for people coming for coffees and tea. This explained it. Why everyone was flocking to the Vic. As though it was the Ark. Better get Noah ready. The square would descend into chaos. Some people would be brewing toilet coffee. Ooh. Eating tea bags. Oh. And snorting coffee grains. Oh. Just to get by. Oh, God, that all sounds horrible. It's chaos, Emma, it's chaos. It's almost as bad as the toilet roll crisis. That didn't happen. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, my character doesn't believe it happened anymore. Yeah, maybe it's just lost. You know what? I think it was such a bad memory, she's just erased it. Right, like the bins. Oh, no. No one forgets the bins. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Get that oxygen machine down. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could always have it without milk. Kathy responded. Kathy, we're not beasts, Connor said. Well, as much as I would love to stick around, I've got to get back to the car lot, Peter said as 
He cautiously placed a gentle kiss on Emma's cheek, making sure no one saw him. Well, no one except everyone in the cafe. <laughs> yeah, no one at all? Yeah, no one. Jay also decided that he had to return to the funeral. <laughs> funeral. <laughs> funeral. Jay also decided that he had to return to the funeral parlour, if only to keep up the pretense that they have any kind of business. With no other plans, the pair returned to the Vic, hoping to rake in enough cash to pay off Aunt Babe and get rid of her for good. I love how it's like, <laughs> because they've got nothing else to do, they're going to go do their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why are we Lola? <laughs> now we have to actually go to work. <laughs> no, it's... Oh, God, Emma. Oh, well, why do we take on the Vic, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> now we actually have to work there. <laughs> Not just Such invite people to live with us. I know. I love that. We're just going to invite loads of those people so they can run the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it had been a busy day. Because of the milk shortage at the cafe, everyone went to the Vic for their coffees and tea. But they still hadn't made the 100 grand they needed to pay off Aunt Babe. I mean, I'm not surprised you are serving tea and coffee. <laughs> it would take them a bit to make that kind of cash. I love how we paid off Phil, but the woman who's blackmailing where we didn't pay off her. I know, I love it. The dangerous woman <laughs> who's like sabotaged a boat and everything and kill us. <laughs> the pair were exhausted, frustrated and ready to call it a day. So when Jay suggested they go to a night at Ruby's, the pair were more than up for it. After arguing that. earlier, there's nothing better than going to that person's bar. Exactly, Emma. That's quintessentially standards. Leaving Raymond in the care of their nan, Emma, Connor and Jay rushed off into the night, whilst Moe and Raymond settled in with a Nightmare on Elm Street marathon. <laughs> Just what a four-year-old needs to watch. Perfect. Well, we don't know how old he is anymore. True, true. Could be 15 now. Why is this something that I could imagine Big Moe actually doing as well? Yeah. <laughs> Just babysitting the, the kids should be like, ooh, Nightmare on Elm Street's on tonight. <laughs> As they approached the pub, formerly known as R&R, they were eager to get in, drawn towards the bright lights and sound like moths to flame. However, at the door, like the Colossus of Rhodes, barring their way, was Martin. Wearing his cheap George-branded suit like armour, he refused them entry. You're not on the list, Martin declared as he let Lola, Lexi and Ben into the club before them. Even Denny got in. He was using Phil's passport. Like how Lexi didn't need any ID. She's allowed in. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> She's just toddling in. <laughs> oh, come on, Martin. We let you drink in the Vic all the time, despite what you did to our Stace. Emma declared. No, sorry. The steadfast debt collector turned security guard stated. You snivelling little... Connor began when suddenly Ruby appeared behind Martin. Problem? Ruby asked, peering from over Martin's shoulder. She's suddenly oh, incredibly tall. Yeah! <laughs> She's got her stilts on. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a lad at a scale over Martin's shoulders. <laughs> Problem? <laughs> I was like, she's definitely my height. Couldn't peer over them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's got one of the yellow pages. She's just stood on that behind him, like an August catalogue. <laughs> the world's saddest man here won't let us in. Connor clapped back. 
They're not on the list, Martin said, showing his blank clipboard to Ruby. <laughs> no, I think they should come in, the young businesswoman insisted. Very eager, isn't she? She's very eager to get us in there. wonder why. Considering you had an argument earlier. Well, I mean, I made her hate each other's guts. And you've had you've had previous arguments. Yeah, we don't get on. Me, me and Rubes, we don't get on. Emma sensed something was off about the girl. She seemed too insistent that they enter the bar. But she'd been wrong about people before. She couldn't make these kinds of judgments. So they all went in to enjoy their night. Enjoy your night, Ruby said. Her voice ominously sounding like her father's whenever he would threaten someone. Does sound familiar, that line. (laughs) (laughs) Emma, I'm not sure about this. I mean, do you think we should really leave little Raymond? Connor said as he tried to enjoy himself. Listen, Aunt Babe's a lot of things, but she's no kidnapper. Besides, you don't need to worry. Raymond's with Nan. Emma assured him. That's what I'm worried about, her brother countered. (laughs) They can't do his voice. I love it. He's happy. Because he's going on the dance floor with you. Yeah. So it's deep. <laughs> I love that you have it. I'm literally like adjusting the tone of her voice for Jay with his emotions in mind. <laughs> I'm getting into character, right? I'm getting into character. I love it. She's so method. You do the actions. I do that. I'm going ginger. Let me take your mind off it, Jay said as he dragged Connor by the hand onto the dance floor and began breaking out his baddest dance moves ever. Emma looked around for Peter and found him between the crowds, their eyes meeting, filled with both happiness at seeing each other and worry for Lola's reaction when he told her. The young Vic owner watched as Peter approached Lola. It was going to happen. He was going to tell her here and now when out of nowhere in the middle of the music the sound suddenly cut out and something else began to play. Dun dun dun! It sounded like Emma and Peter. I like it. You've got that spark the recording declared loudly for all to hear. What followed was the obvious noises of kissing and everyone, frozen in silence and stillness, just stood there listening. Lola's jaw fell open, her eyes filled with tears and betrayal, as the recording continued to play out. This is wrong. You're with Lola. Emma's recorded voice boomed. Rushing to the decks, Connor discovered a simple burner phone positioned right beside the microphone, playing a sound file titled, Not a Saint. Ah! <gasps> Isn't that what Martin said to you earlier? It is what Martin said to me earlier. <gasps> Handing it over to his sister, she looked down at it and clenched the phone in her hand. So hard she almost shattered it. With a tear rolling down her eye, she looked up, facing the judging glares of the club goers. You should be ashamed! A random extra yelled. Slag! Another remarked. Slag! Voices chimed in. God, everyone's... How dare they bloody say this to my sister? That's very rude, actually, because they've only picked up 
on one person and there was two people involved. Exactly, Emma. Why is it always the woman who gets it first, eh? Not happy. What about Peter? He's been with half the Everyone. He's he's got his sexual (laughs) conga line. As we're talking, he's already starting with Denise. (laughs) 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 Everyone was glaring at Emma. Everyone except Ruby, who kind of caught smirking at them. But Emma's tearful eyes saw not Ruby, but Martin, who was also grinning. You and her? Are you serious? Do you know who Lola is all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) You and her? (laughs) Lola screeched. Oi, back off. Why don't you go home to your sick child? Connor shouted. She's with Ben, you cretin, Lola said. And she pointed over to Ben and Lexi, sharing a fishbowl. Well, when Phil was talking about Denny the other week. Exactly. We all know what Denny was like for his drinking. <laughs> Listen, there's only one cretin in the Slaters, and that's Cretin Moon. On a declared. Now, the bullying of Tommy gets worse. Last week we thought it was me, now it might be you. Now it might be me. <laughs> Maybe it's both. <laughs> It's his cousins. Peter tried to pull Lola away from the pair as she lunged at them, but she turned and struck him across the face. Lola, I'm... Peter began, but was cut short by another slap. I can't believe you've done this! Lola howled as she ran out of the club, crying. Lola! Jay called out, rushing to his ex. Jay, where are you going? Connor shouted. I have to see if she's all right. Jay replied as he ran off, chasing after Lola. Come on, let's go home, Connor said as he walked his sister out of the clubs as the crowds began. (laughs) 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 What next is going to throw rotten veg? (laughs) It's like one of those Big Brother evictions. (laughs) (laughs) Well... They all look out for each other around the square, so it should be surprised. They do. Returning to the Vic, they found Nan had fallen asleep and Raymond had almost set the kitchen (laughs) on fire by trying to cook fish fingers for himself. But other than that, everything was fine. Emma poured herself a glass from the emergency booze in the cupboard as Connor paced with Raymond in his arms. Where's Jay? He's not come back yet. Connor said as he nervously rocked like (laughs) rocked little Raymond to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> As he rocked like little <laughs> Rocked like little Raymond <laughs> Connor, I know who's helping Aunt Babe Emma announced I've seen this phone before When I got locked in the shed She began As she pushed the Nokia across the tabletop I've worked it all out Who was the only person Who knew where we were living The one person we gave our address to The only person who would have been able to send letters to our old house and the Vic. Stacy, come on, she would never, Connor replied, thinking his sister was drunk. Why did I not just take the phone the first time round? Why did I put it back? Yeah, I don't know why, but you did. <laughs> yeah. You would totally, if you found the evidence, leave it there. Let them yeah. pick it back up. Then find it at a later date that's... Yeah, not be able to At that get point, it. ruined your life too. Stacy knew our address, but she isn't the one who was doing all this. 
Emma replied. Think about it. Who lived with Stacy? Who would have gotten our postcards? Who was it that knew about the power cut before everyone else? Who left the Vic after a row with us and then suddenly we get threatening phone calls? Who had a burner phone in his shed? A shed that I mysteriously got locked in. And most importantly, who's the one person who still has a key to the Slaters and could let themselves in at any time? (gasps) Martin, Connor gasped, realising that his sister had been right all along. It's always been Martin. Oh! So you're not going to have to wait very long for the next chapter, chapter 8, to find out what's going to happen next. Because we're putting it out the same time as this episode. So you can listen to this one and then straight away listen to chapter 8. Yay! Yay! We thought we'll give you all a little treat. Dun, 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 dun,